Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What up? Welcome to the show. Bills get a big win last night. More like an escape, though. They were leading by two scores in the fourth quarter, and yet the the game did come down to a Hail Mary attempt by the Bucks that fell short, and the Bills, like I said, escape with a win. It was a good Josh Allen game. But overall, Perloff, and as I am a Bills fan, it was a relief to see them win and play better. However, I don't think they got any closer to being a Super Bowl contender. The flaws of this team are the amount of injuries on defense, and I don't even think anything at the trade deadline is going to be enough to make up for that. Yeah, I don't think we saw anything last night that indicates anything, because I didn't think it was an escape. The Bucks got the ball with 21 seconds left on their own 20-yard line with no timeouts. I mean, their win probability is way less than 1% there. And somehow they had a Hail Mary that came close. So to me, that's Crazy. not quite an escape. These Hail Marys rarely work. Even that one, I know if Chris Godwin had turned around, he might have caught it. Still a low percentage play. But the thing about it, it's a Thursday night game at home, and all the stats indicate that the home team, if they're favored, should win that game. And the Bucks are kind of harmless. Yeah, but there's a lot of should that happen, should be going on with the Bills, if, and it hasn't come to fruition. You know, like the offense should be more consistent, you know, uh, they should be able to beat teams like the New England Patriots, you know, and none, and that hasn't happened. They've been a maddeningly inconsistent team. And again, while the offense looked better, you got a classic Josh Allen game last yeah. night, um, him using his legs. But if it's going to be a classic Josh Allen game and he's going to use his legs, yeah. then he's also going to spend some time in that blue medical tent, which he did because he has a banged up shoulder. Now, to his credit, did not miss a snap, but still it's something to monitor now because he said when he got hit, his first thought was, oh, crap. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, not good. the defense actually looked dominant, but we don't count that because we just assume that's incompetence on Tampa Bay and Todd <laughs> Bowles' part. Well, and I think they were doing, they were understanding their opponent, right? Yeah. Like, you're going to get off a couple good runs with White, but, you know, as long as you keep Mike Evans in check, and Godwin was banged up, so he wasn't even 100%. Yeah, Godwin is actually pretty good, yep. but I think they had 300 total yards and a big, big chunk of that was at the end of the yep. game. So, they really didn't do anything. They had one touchdown early was a short field because of a pick. Yeah, I, I don't know what this Josh game is. Josh is always good for one. Yeah, it, it's actually, you know what's funny about this Bills team is they're very similar to other Bills teams, except now we don't have the Super Bowl expectation on them. Maybe that's a relief on them. There's less pressure on them because nobody's talking about them as a favorite anymore. No, once you lose multiple all pros and pro bowlers on the defense, I think it's going to be really hard to do. And again, like the offense had been inconsistent, but you got a good offensive game from them last night. I don't think anyone, I'm, I'm sure, I'll talk, I'll speak for myself. 
I'm not saying, oh, wow, they turned a corner here. Like, now yeah. they're going to get back on track. A- absolutely not. They still have really tough games coming up. Your Eagles, Kansas City, and next week is going to be the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, the Bengals have their own obstacle in front of them this week, which is, I think, the game of the weekend. No disrespect to Jags Steelers and, uh, well... Like Lions, Rams. I mean, Cowboys, Rams. Cowboys, Rams, which is going to be a good one. But 49ers, Bengals, to me, is so fascinating. Not because of, like, the history or anything like that, even though there is some. Obviously, these two teams met in a Super Bowl but a long time ago. But I think that you got the Bengals sitting there at 3-3. Three and three. They're coming off of a bye. Did the defense for the Bengals really get a boost from how they played Seattle before their bye, and now we're seeing that dominant Cincinnati Bengals defense that's making adjustments and suffocating opponents? And then on the flip side, the 49ers dealing with Brock Purdy's concussion. He was at practice yesterday. Does he play? If he doesn't play... Can Sam Darnold, the former number three overall pick, can he come in and step in and run this offense as well as Purdy in a game where they're trying to stop a two-game slide? Now, I was, I'm was i a big Brock Purdy fan. You know that. I was disappointed to see him practice because as someone who likes to see football experiments, I need to see Sam Darnold start, <laughs> Maggie. I need to see, can oh, Kyle boy. Shanahan make this quarterback, who was so bad with the Jets and the Panthers, can he make him into a pro bowler? And I think... Maybe not pro bowler. I think he can make Sam Darnold look so much better than we've ever seen Sam Darnold. You know what this is? This is the plot of a movie where the high school comedy where they're like, I can turn any chick into homecoming queen. Well, well, movie was like Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, that was a great movie. They took the this NFL. She's all that. That's a great analogy. And they're going to try to make Sam Darnold look like the prom queen. And just like the teen movie, the actress in this movie is generally already extremely good looking. Sam Darnold was a very high draft pick. He was really highly touted. It's not like he's making, you know, Shanahan needs to make a undrafted free agent look like the prom queen. In this movie, Sam Darnold is the handsome football player foil because he's the tall blonde quarterback that, that he's never the good guy in these teen movies. So, but ironically in this, I guess he is, she's all that. It's interesting too. By the way, we're not on the Cincinnati end. Look, do not discount this team. Everyone's coming back. T. Higgins is coming back. Orlando Brown's coming back. Joe Burrow's back. They're coming off a bye. So I think this is a funny spread. San Francisco is a four-point favorite yeah. only because it's in San Francisco. It came now. How much did it come down? Two points because Brock Purdy was hurt. Uh, and now it's back up to four. This, to me, is a pick em. I didn't make, use this for my pick. Do you have any sense of which way this is going? Uh, I, t- I took the over. I mean, my sense is that they're still going to be able to score. I- my big question is, yes, can Kyle Shanahan make turn Sam Darnold into the prom queen is number one. But number two is this 49ers defense. I mean, how personally are they taking it that two weeks in a row, and especially with that Minnesota game, I mean, the Vikings sliced and diced them. Oh, he killed him. Like in prime time. Sup- and Superstar Fred Warner looked lost on multiple plays, mid-level coverage, which is I- Unbelievable. I think they called Nick Bosa's number once. I mean... Bosa got stuffed. Everything was off for them. Traverius Ward, of course, gave up that touch. Who's a very good cornerback, gave up the touchdown. Uh, it was a mess. I mean, I think it led to definitely some conversations between Kyle Shanahan and defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes on why they called an all-out blitz in that game. Yeah. Uh, in that moment, rather, where the, the interception came. So, uh, or the cover zero, whatever it was. So, it's, you know... 
Yeah, there's there's a lot of questions in San Francisco. Three weeks ago, which I I think I said seventeen and zero on the show. Yeah, well, that was never happening. Um, hey, let, come on, you didn't tell me at the time. <laughs> let's hear from Steve Wilkes, who is the defensive coordinator, taking responsibility for that bad. It was a blitz call uh, Monday Night Football. I know there's a lot of questions about the uh, call right before the half, uh, so I definitely want to address that before I move on to uh, Cincinnati. Uh, take full responsibility uh, for that call. Um, I have to do a better job in putting the guys in a better position. Uh, we have good players. I know that and uh, can't really press the issue, you know. Uh, and with that, you know, moving forward, uh, it's my responsibility to do that. So uh, I, you know, wish I could take it back. Um, but uh, again, you know, uh, I got to I got to do better. Wow. They just lose the Super Bowl? That was somber. It was really weird. Um, the day before, you know, Kyle Shanahan kind of also threw him under the bus saying, yeah. hey, Steve knows that he made a mistake there. But I, I can't remember the last time a defensive coordinator had to go out there and apologize for a call, especially a call that was in the second half, first half. I know it was a big deal, but that it was weird. Also, it was almost an interception, just like right. Ward had yeah. an interception yeah. when they were wrestling for the ball earlier in the game. Yeah. I was watching the Manning cast when that happened, and even the Eli Manning, who is not one to rip, he's like, that is one of the dumber calls I've seen. Wow. That – that, that was a fireball offense in a different situation. I, I couldn't believe it. All but, you had to do was tackle a guy and the clock was out. Why? What were they trying to achieve? I, I don't know, but as kind of you don't really hear someone talking that somber unless it's like you've lost a championship that, game. That's I, what reaction, it sounds like. That, re, that, game, that play definitely cost them the game. I mean, there's... Yeah, but DJ's point, it was in the first half. Like, you did have yeah, plenty of time. But think of the... the but Brock Purdy threw two picks in the fourth quarter. It was 22-17, and the Vikings, yeah, they were moving the ball, but they weren't scoring in the red zone. So I, I think that was the key play in the game. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So I think 49ers-Bengals really is like, that stands out with no teams on a bye this week. Everyone's playing, but that what to me stands out above. Is there another game that I'm sleeping on here? Well, Cowboys-Rams, perhaps? You know, Cowboys Rams. What do you think of the the local game here, Jets Giants? Honestly, the only reason I'm interested in this Ugh. is I don't care about who wins. I want to see the absolute devastation in the fan base that loses. <laughs> and also, this is we're coming up on the trade deadline, and we don't know if Aaron Rodgers is ever going to come back. I feel like it's more impactful for the losing team to decide what's the future of my season. Yeah, because what are they going to do without Dalvin Cook, <laughs> who's already well, asking for a trade from the Jets? I couldn't care less about this game. Uh, I should probably care a little about the Jets just because they play in the same division as my Buffalo Bills. This is the game that makes me so glad that I don't work out WFAN yeah. anymore. <laughs> I don't have to pretend <laughs> to care about this game any more than than the average person. Can they? Can Barkley be made available if the Giants lose this game? That would be well. Listen, Barkley, that'd be interesting to me. There, I will tell you, Barkley should have something personal about this game because the last time that the Giants played the Jets, Saquon Barkley had probably the lowest moment of his NFL career that wasn't an injury, which is when Jamal Adams absolutely trucked him, took the ball out of his hands. No, truck Barkley took the ball out of Daniel Jones's hands and ran it back for a touchdown. Whew. That must have been a while ago. <laughs> it was a while ago. Uh, is Barkley available? Probably. I think he's. I think he's probably. Because that's the that's the one guy who could be closest to Christian McCaffrey turning the fortunes of a team. Because Barkley's a danger in the past you game. Know Sorry, I'm gonna take it back. He's not available. You want to know why? Because the Giants still think they're a good team. They're delusional and thinking they're a good team, and that. Well, that's what I'm saying. If they lose this game, they go to two and six. And how delusional can you be? 
I think they will continue to be delusional and think that they can go on a run or something. They don't want to admit that they're not as good as they think they are. Okay. Uh, one other game is Jags-Steelers. Yeah. I like that one. That is, I guarantee that's going to be a defensive battle because the Jags have quietly transformed into a really good defense, and the Steelers' offense is still terrible. Well, they're terrible. Poorly called from start to finish. Okay, they well, are. Except the fourth quarter. They're not good until Kenny Pickett needs to go on a game-winning drive, and then he seems to be able to put it together. But My they would is, need to do that if they actually <laughs> would run a normal 2023 offense the rest of the game. Mike Tomlin as a home dog. Yeah, which what do you they're got? a two and a half point underdog. Yeah. He's incredible. Like this is a uh this should be one of our commandments. Like thou shall not bet against Joe Burrow and thou shall not bet on the Falcons. Yeah, I listen. Steelers are my Super Bowl pick and they're winning games. It's all because of TJ Watt. They're a one man show. Miles Garrett winning games for the Browns. TJ Watt winning games for the Steelers. This can't last, Maggie. Then again, the Jags. What what happened to the Jags? All of a sudden, the Jags are the 85 Bears and can't really do things consistently on offense. Travis Etienne, that's a good game. So I think Vikings-Packers, that's another one. I mean, that is hugely impactful as well because the Vi- all, we, all of a sudden, we're all this uh, talk about the Vikings being on a playoff run, but they sometimes struggle at Lambeau. This could be a wild one. If Jordan Love loses this, then we're talking, uh-oh. Yeah, what are the, what are the Packers going to do? You know, Are they tanking forward? for a draft pick then? Uh, Jake Summers is in the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio or twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Maggie and Perloff, what are your weekend plans besides football? Okay. I'll tell you mine are. Go ahead. You go first. I got to remember. I made a vow to myself at the start of the year that I was not going to eat candy anymore. It was getting a little out of control. I was averaging like a box of Sour Patch Kids a show. I remember. Yeah. You witnessed it. Yeah. It was, it was like an addict. It was. You were jonesing I come know. an hour into the show. And it was weird because you were giving me the boxes. Yeah. Like, wow, you're really enabling me. Anyway, I was eating a box of Sour Patch Kids, a show, and we were in the, on in the afternoon. So I vowed no more candy. So I haven't eaten candy in a year, almost a year. I'm going to go bananas this week. I can just feel it. But then you're going to want it on Monday afternoon. No, Monday I think morning. I'm past it. Like, I think mm. I can. I think I can. Yeah, okay. No, I think I can responsibly have (laughs) candy, and I think I'm going to be okay. Then I'll just go back to not eating the candy. What could one drink hurt, right? (laughs) Guys, I got this. Sitting Uh, alone in the jail. (laughs) I'm going to be like running guns to Cuba by Monday. (laughs) Just a couple of Kit Kat bars. Yeah, you know, whatever. I'm not going to get it. You you have no idea how addiction works. And if you think sugar is not addictive. Oh, I know it is. I tell you, if you think you can... Dip your beak in the old sugar, <laughs> the old Halloween bag. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it's better than my argument that Reese's Pieces are really protein bars, yeah. and you can eat as many as you want of those. <laughs> that that hurts me. I think I've got this, guys. I I'm excited to eat my kids' Halloween candy. I feel like that's a rite of passage as a as a parent. I've got a four year old. He can trick or treat now. You know, we're going to a Halloween party today. Is the first one, and I think I can eat some of his candy, and I'm still going to be all right. Uh, this is going to be one of the craziest weekends. We have Halloween parties Saturday and Sunday night. Are All, you dressing up? No, because these are kids' parties. So I, I feel I don't have to dress up. And if you don't have to dress up, you don't dress up. College football, NFL, playing basketball both today in the afternoon and Saturday in the afternoon. And my in-laws are in town, so we have to go to a fancy dinner. Oh, my gosh. That yes. sounds like a lot. Once a year, we go to a fancy dinner with my in-laws to sort of, I don't know, so, and you know, I'm not good at that, really. <laughs> I get really stressed out in the restaurant now. Pearl off with the uh, the jacket that has the patches on the elbows? Yeah, uh, I have to wear a jacket. You've probably been to this place. It's called Jean-Georges. 
I have to wear uh, a jacket and a tie. This is terrible. And it's Saturday, so I'm going to be watching stupid Florida, Georgia. Like and on then, your phone? And it'll be so grumpy at 5 o'clock. <laughs> uh, EJ, you don't have in-laws yet. There's a lot of things you have to do here. Yeah, get ready. But a lot of you... I'm- oh, yeah. Uh, I like my in-laws. I love my in-laws. They're yeah. fantastic. But I don't want to go to dinner on Saturday night. By Nobody way, does. That's what everyone says when they're talking into a microphone. Oh, I love my in-laws. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you rather... I love mine, too. Go to the bar or have a drink <laughs> or... Have a glass of wine or whatever, but but yeah yeah I mean look, savor it, savor the moment. I, I'm get the best meal you can and have a good time. Order the most expensive thing on the menu. That's I dare right. you. I don't. Is it weird that I don't like fancy restaurants anymore? It's ever since I had kids, I stopped going out to restaurants at all. I'd much rather They're kind of pretentious, simple, kind yeah. of simple, fast. I'm I'm fine with Chipotle. I do not need John George. <laughs> well, and also the old you know you realize that. Just good food doesn't mean it has to be fancy food. You can get great food anywhere, yeah. and sometimes the better food is the places that are more understated. Get Chipotle and bring it to the restaurant. <laughs> I'm go. sure they'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, my father-in-law, diehard Patriots fan. That's going to be ugly. Well, you lost me. So it's going to be the beginning of the meal. He's going to say, all right, Andrew, tell me they're going to turn it around this season. Must lie situation. Yeah, if he's picking up the check, you got to lie. <laughs> Mac Jones looking great out <laughs> that there. Mac Jones. Yeah. He's really spinning it. Here comes the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. It's Kendrick Bourne looking good. Yeah, well, <laughs> Belichick still got it. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Jacob now telling me, fight the urge against the candy. You have no chance. If you eat candy this weekend or Tuesday on Halloween, you're going to want it the next day badly, and I don't think you're strong enough. See, I kicked the habit once. I'll kick it again. Would you be enablers if we didn't warn you not to jump into that Halloween bag? It's going to be sitting there. What's your go-to? I mean, everything under the sun. Yeah, probably a Butterfinger because I would never buy that for myself, and I, I only have ever eaten them on Halloween. I've never wow. had one outside of Halloween. Now I want a Butterfinger. Thanks. Sorry. That's a that, you know that's a Kit Kats. I I never eat Kit Kats, but they're all over the. Ho- I go Reese's number one, Kit Kat number two. Uh, I don't even need anything else, and that's enough. I love an almond joy too. Oh, a lot of people don't like coconut. The kids there take the almond joy. I love it. I don't think people put almond joys in the candy as much anymore. That's I, I like coconut. I like black licorice. I take everyone's like uh, leftovers. My girlfriend and I had a very serious, serious argument because I said that Snickers washes Kit Kat, and she thought I was nuts. Mm-hmm. And apparently, she was right because I put it on a poll on Instagram, and <laughs> Kit Kat won seventy thirty. If you want it, I'd like to see a poll. Do you like black licorice? Because I think it's gr- the oh, grossest gross. candy. Who black Awful. licorice. I do. I love what? it. It's like eating a tire. It's <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be great. Yeah. Fun? Uh, there's something about black licorice, salty. I, I like order the stuff from Australia when I used to eat oh candy. Black licorice is the worst. Oh, it's so good. Not the good in plenties. That stuff is kind of like cheap. You got to get the no. good black licorice. Like they scrape it out from inside a tree or something. Give me a give me a Twizzler any day of the week. I am not eating black licorice. Give me a Rolo every day. <laughs> well, oh, Rolos. Different food groups. Do they still make Rolos? Yeah, they do. Yeah, you. they will continue to make those to the end of time, and they will continue to melt in whatever backpack you are <laughs> have to the end of time. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, okay, what did we get done there? Who I, knows? I have no idea. We mentioned about seven different NFL games and six different candies. <laughs> there you go. Coming up, the most shocking moment we heard from Nick Saban. We'll get to that in a minute. Don't move. 
You are listening to Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone. AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Uh-oh, I heard a little panic there in the break, Maggie. What's the latest quarterback news? It looks like Jimmy Garoppolo is on track to start that Monday night game against the Lions. Now, I just took the Lions <laughs> and laid eight points <laughs> on Monday night football as one of my picks. You can't change tweets it. out, so no changes now. Is he out? I saw he's back. No, I said the tweet's out. Oh, the tweet's out. Well, yeah. okay. I was like, wait a minute, what? Because a couple weeks ago, a line moved on me, and I won- I actually won the bet, but lost in our bet because it was the San Francisco-Cleveland total. You lock it in. 36 and a half. All right. Once, uh, it, once it comes out of your lips, it's locked in. There is no there is no changing, no adjustments. That's how the universe works when it comes to NFL picks. Uh, so I actually yeah, got Jimmy a little – I didn't tell you guys. I got a little help on the Josh Downs receiving total <laughs> the same exact way. <laughs> the line moved on that and helped me out. Oh, there you go. Uh, it all works out. But Jimmy G, that can't scare you that much. Uh, Well, I mean, listen, the offense – will look more competent with him. Now, he's coming off of a back injury, so that's not exactly an easy thing to come back from. I'm just going to have to rely on the fact that Josh McDaniels is a terrible coach, and I think the vibes on this team probably have to be the worst. Now, you're seeing guys coming out and asking for trades or insinuating that they want to get traded from their teams. Devontae Adams has not done that exactly, and I'm surprised because if I were him, I'd probably want to get up on out of there and get myself to a contender because the Raiders are very far away from that. Yeah, I, I'm not quite sure what Devontae Adams likes so much about the Raiders. I think being in Vegas is important. Trying to be a good guy it might be important. There is such a thing as loyalty. It sounds, it's not the NBA. I think uh, in NBA, the second you don't like one thing, you ask for out. Sorry. I just had to say something real quick, and I don't like to usually do this, but we do have some breaking news. Oh, what? amazing. And it is, it is NFL-related, and it explains a lot, I think. Okay. Taylor Swift, new album, out oh. now, surprise, 1989, Taylor's version, has been dropped today. Wait, wasn't the rumor she was going to drop it with a different album? Like two albums were going to drop on the same day? The that new music and the old rumor, music, but but it is 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 coming. So you think now she can break up with Kelsey? Well, you know they're both born in 1989. Cool. <laughs> but wait a minute. If do you think this was the publicity stunt to get you know oh. as much promotion for the album as possible, and now the relationship can fade away? Yes. Yeah. This is where we're at now. Yeah, I think so. That's uh, where but we're this at. is a big talking one. about the movie. But now that the album is the you album guys are is the out. worst. No, this but, is it. It's over now. Now it's like she's gotten everything she needs to, and she did that ridiculous dance with Brittany Mahomes. Like it's time to just abort mission. But this week will be a good week. We can't be seen with uh, Jackson Mahomes anymore. Like that's got to end. Yeah, and the PR probably got a hold of her and was like, "You can't be high fiving with this dude. He's like, yeah, get this, get this album out and get this thing over." With. <laughs> we got to, we got to move it on to the South American leg of the tour. But Travis Kelsey's at six and a half catches this weekend. If the album just dropped, I say that Kelsey still gets the target. <laughs> you still get the bump. Yeah, I mean he's done well against Denver. It's on the road. I think this is one more Travis Kelsey week because he's on fire with Taylor Swift as his girlfriend. No way she's going to Denver. Why not? People buy albums, go to movies in Denver. What's she, what's she care? No, it's I'm a just great saying, town. like, I don't think that she's, I think this is it. I think this is the, she's no, got no, what see, she I needs. Think, I think one more weekend. 
I mean, the movie's still raking in money. Yeah, but the opening weekend's the only thing that really counts, right? Is that right? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is it. This this is what we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. We kept saying, when is when was this going to end? I know America, some of America, a lot of America's been tired of Taylor Swift. I'm here yeah. to give you maybe some good news. I know you're saying, why are we talking about Taylor Swift again? Well, 1989 coming out, considering the relationship between Travis and Taylor being both 1989 babies, I think that this is where this ends. Well, where do you guys they just love each other? Where do you think the balance of the relationship is? So it seems like Travis has puppy dog eyes towards Taylor. So she'll be the one to dump, right? That's I think I that I, I think this is pretty sweet for him. Like, I don't know why he would want to break up with her. He, you know, I think he only gets more famous off of this yeah. into a totally different subset of people who are non-NFL yeah. people now uh, who didn't know him and now do. And, like, he gets to date Taylor Swift. And yeah. for her, maybe she liked this sort of football dude fantasy, and she gets to uh, expose her album to people who might not have. And you think it. there are dudes buying 1989 right now? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Or going to see the movie? Yeah, I yeah. mean, maybe they are go with a girlfriend. But they were going to go with a girlfriend to begin with. And it's not like Travis Kelsey, if she he gets something, he can no, he'll date move anybody on. he wants. He can both, date any supermodel he wants. They're both going to move on. I just think that she got a lot of free publicity out of this. I mean, we got the, the yeah. article in the New York Post said that the NFL was bending over backwards to run ads for her. She wasn't even paying for that yeah. stuff. I have this weird feeling. I'm with Bogus. I think there might be real feelings developing. Mm-hmm. It started out as an accident, but then they found love. I, I honestly feel, I watched them together a little bit. I think there's some real, I think yeah. they get married. I think that Travis knows that his time. he's on borrowed time, which uh, is why he's not, do you ever hear him on the podcast that he does with Jason? He's not like, oh, she's amazed. She's a, they say she's cool and they like her, but he's never like. Mm. Because he's a gentleman, Maggie. <laughs> and and by the way, I think you underestimate Taylor Swift's feelings for Travis Kelsey. I, I think you're not into Travis Kelsey. I think there are other women. Oh, I love be Travis sh- Kelsey. But you're not in love with him like Taylor Swift is. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, you're right. You got me there. For I while. think they get married, and I think Jim Harbaugh stays in Michigan. Those are my two <laughs> super against the grain taste. There's no way she befriends Brittany Mahomes like that for a gimmick. That's that might a, have gotten me there. She's all good logic, bogus. Oh, and, and, and that's, that's not, airtight. That's not a knock on Brittany Mahomes. Is she just she's not going to do a dance with the other guy's wife in the in the luxury suite? If she's looking for clicks, maybe she's dorky. Then, but Definitely. still, doesn't lead to that. But her her gimmick is kind of being corny. That is like part of her thing. That she doesn't need, but she doesn't need Brittany Mahomes as a friend to sell oh, albums. Look, if, you're no, looking, but- if you're looking for corny, I think Brittany <laughs> Mahomes would be one of the places I'd look. Here's the thing, though. Brittany sitting front row in that luxury suite. That's her. She is definitely there. So if Taylor wants to be there, she's got to stand next to Brittany. But the first time I thought she was in the in a different suite. I thought they were in separate suites the first time Taylor went there. Oh, maybe. Kansas City for the Chicago game, probably. My favorite part was when Travis and Jason Kelsey were panicking about their dad talking to Taylor Swift. That was very relatable. Yeah, because their dad's a character. Oh, man, I I wish we could have heard that. Is there a documentary coming out on all this where we get to see see all these conversations? (laughs) Yeah, where are the hard knocks cameras when you really need them? Uh, Wow, okay. Well, it was fun while it lasted, guys. (laughs) <laughs> I say you want to do show bet. I think that this thing is fizzled by, let me just check out the Chiefs schedule. Bogus, you want to go to some headlines and I'll well, circle think, the date of when this thing's going to end. I kind of think the end of the year is an easy marker here. It's the end of October, so it's basically two months and a week left in the year. I think they're going to still be together when we get to 2024. Like Super Bowl time? Yeah. I not January 1st, 2024, they will still be a thing. I think, you know, can, tell, I, can we backdate yeah. it if they say that, you know, if the report comes out late, but they actually had 
Ooh, had been on the rocks for fair. a while. It was like backdating an IR stint for a pitcher. Listen, Taylor, retroactive to last. Taylor's Thursday. not going to leave a loser. And the way the Chiefs' defense is playing, Nick Bolton's coming back in two months. He's looking at the injury report. <laughs> if they're headed towards the Super Bowl, there is no way Taylor oh, yeah, Swift is going to leave back. He's that guy, Connor Stallions. She's yeah. probably getting the film and the yeah. signals ready she has a for the Chiefs every week. She has a Chiefs manifesto. She's <laughs> Honestly, if, if they're thirteen and one, do you think she's going to leave that? She wants to be attached to a winner. Yeah. You think she signed off on McCole Hardman coming back? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was at the Jets game. She clearly was doing some scouting. Her people, her people sent an email off today saying you might want to get DeAndre Hopkins if you want Taylor to stick around. <laughs> I love how Andy Reid better look over his shoulder because Taylor's got a manifesto yeah, about yeah. she's going to take over the team. Let's talk about Rasheed Rice's targets here. <laughs> There's like a conference room. <laughs> I'm going to need a little more Pacheco and a little less Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking what would be fun. I know we got a lot of wrestling fans here on the show with Pete and with EJ. If Monday, November 20th. Oh, wait, this game's in Germany, isn't it? Is it Chiefs Eagles in Germany? No, no, Chiefs Dolphins. Is oh, in yeah, Germany. you're right. Okay, so Chiefs Eagles, Monday Night Football. If she comes out, rips off the Kansas City jersey and it's got like the Jalen Hurts underneath, like. She's been the Eagles fan all the time because she's from Pennsylvania. Or to make it more complicated, what if it's a Jason Kelsey jersey? You want to talk about a wrestling story? <laughs> and the whole crowd would be like, huh? Now we're getting like a Shakespearean tragedy going on here. Yeah, she Vince McMahon would be so jazzed for this kind of story. She would turn face in Philadelphia, but a heel in Kansas City. Yeah, there you go. Sure. There's a lot of different ways this could go. Did this segment just sell an extra 15 Taylor Swift albums? We're all we're <laughs> buying into the hype. We're buying into their whole corporate plan. I think it's all crap. She's gonna she's gonna be on her way now, and she's got the South American leg of the tour. Then the Asian leg of the tour is a convenient way. Like, hey, you know, I like it's what, not you, it's me. Yeah, what's the line? It's Anything? not you, it's me. I gotta focus on work. Oh, no, she's. Smitten. I gotta focus on my career. I'm telling you right now, she's smitten with Travis yep. Kelsey. She is smitten. The, the guys this is classic guys crazy. think that women all love them. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, they love pro athletes. They don't love guys like me, but they love... <laughs> I mean, listen, I've seen enough movies. There is no woman on earth who picks the nerd over the quarterback. And that's just something that happens in rom-coms. In reality, the pretty women always go for the quarterback or the football star. It always happens. It's just a fiction done by screenwriters yeah. that they all a football player always gets a girl You're right it, it's like uh it's it's like biological or something yeah yeah i yeah. get it <laughs> and i'll buy the idea that like she's in some weird like athlete phase yeah but she's not this is not about her selling records and movies this is not some weird completely emotionless ploy she might realize that she doesn't actually want to be with him forever but they're like, this is a legitimate relationship right now. Man, bogus. You are talking so confidently about yeah. most relationships like this are 100% fake. Uh, wait, real headlines, though. Let's get to those. Sure. Uh, even Josh Allen has criticized Josh Allen's low-energy approach. It was nowhere to be seen on Thursday Night Football. Here's the snap. Back to pass. And he's going to tuck it and run right up the gut. Down to the five. Looking for the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Release the beast. Josh Allen with a 13-yard touchdown run. Chris Brown on Bills Radio. Allen enjoyed improvising. It was a pass play, but again, it just kind of opened up, and I trusted my feet and my legs and um, made a play. 
He also admitted that he might have been protecting his right shoulder, which he had just landed on. Allen then spent some time in the medical tent, but was back for their next series. Then added two touchdown throws for a 24-18 decision over the Bucks, who did make this a one-score game in the fourth, then almost connected on a Hail Mary as time expired, extending their skid to three games. Kyler Murray no longer appears on the Cardinals injury report. He was a full participant at practice yesterday, but none of this means he and his knee will be activated from IR this weekend. Mm. On opening night, LeBron played just 29 minutes in Denver, apparently as a way to preserve him over 82 games. That plan gone for the Lakers home opener. LeBron driving down the middle to the rim and in! LeBron's taking over the game! 95-91 Lakers, 41 seconds remaining, and what a fourth quarter for L.A. John Ireland on Lakers Radio. L.A. was down 12 through 3, beat the Suns 195. LeBron played the entire fourth quarter, scoring 10 of his 21 in the frame. Kevin Durant scored 39 for the Suns passing Hakeem Olajuwon for 12th on the all-time list, and it means a lot to KD. My mom had a crush on Olajuwon when I was a kid. <laughs> so that's all I used to hear in the house. It wasn't Jordan. It was Olajuwon in the house, you know. Um, and somebody, she told me to study since a kid. That's Damn. funny. I don't think of Hakeem Olajuwon as, like, you know, sex symbol. Yeah, the, the, nobody has a crush on the seven-footer. I was just going to say, just because he's so tall. Maybe KD's mom is really tall, because generally, yeah, the tall guys don't get the girl. So nerds, tall guys out. No, tall yeah. guys can get the girl. It's just when you're seven feet, it's just like, that's extremely tall. Right, right, right. No, no, I meant like super tall guys. Everyone's like, God, Yao Ming, what a heartthrob. <laughs> it's a little, yeah, it's a little like, man, Tom yeah, Googliata. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wow. I, I don't think uh, Chet Holmgren's walking the catwalk anytime soon. <laughs> Although Wemby did look very cool walking now, into the game. Now he's French, you know, he could, that's ironic, <laughs> that's right? Yeah, it's different. He's got a little, the, well, je ne sais quoi. Um, had the LeBron... In a uh, minutes restriction. That was a cute idea. Right. It was One adorable. Game. One game. Damian Lillard had 39 in his Bucks debut, a 118-117 win over the Sixers, who are being investigated by the NBA for possibly violating the new player participation rules by keeping James Harden home. Team security reportedly kept Harden from boarding the flight to Milwaukee two days ago. And hockey last night, the Oilers dropping to 1-5-1 and with a 3-0 home loss to the Rangers. The Bruins took their first loss, 4-3 in OT to the Ducks. And since the Phillies lost, it's hockey season in Philly. The Flyers handled the Wild 6-2. Bobby Brink, get that jersey, scoring the first two goals of his career. Guys, back to you. Bogus, thank you so much, you romantic, you hopeless romantic. They're in love, guys. Andrew Bogus, Taylor Swift's album drops, which means Kelsey and Trav- and Taylor Swift probably going to meet its end pretty soon. This relationship has gone as far as it can go. Uh, okay, coming up next on Fridays, we ask celebrities to pick NFL games for us. Last week was actor Ryan Phillippe. Who is it going to be this week? You're going to find out after the break. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. He shoots! And our shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Today's shot of the day, a little snapshot of the show, came from earlier when we all found out that Pete Bellotti does not use GPS. You don't use GPS? I use GPS. I was told you do not use GPS. I use it at the wrong time, so... (laughs) Wait, what? Like you... So GPS, Bilotti apparently not a big fan. You just... What do you have, like a map? Or like a... I I don't use a map. I just... (laughs) I don't use GPS at the right times. Like this morning when I got stuck in an hour of traffic delay. Okay. The, the right time for GPS is every time you get in your car. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm used to just turn on the radio yeah. and going. <laughs> my, I'm not going to say, people in my life, my in-laws, okay. do not trust GPS, and they think they're smarter than GPS. <laughs> oh, that'll get and you. Actually, my parents like do, too. I'm not like that. I just get in the car and go. That's my thing. <laughs> there you go. Well, this I wish we could say we planned this. Let's pretend that we planned this. We are having a shot of the day about GPS just as we're about to welcome in our celebrity NFL game picker for the week. And she just happens to be a champion race car driver. Julia Landauer is joining us as our celebrity NFL game picker, the first woman to win a NASCAR track championship and has most recently been racing in the Xfinity series, the NASCAR Xfinity series. Julia is a motivational speaker. She has an incredible podcast. We're going to get to all of that. Julia, thank you for joining the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be considered a celebrity. And just for the GPS bit, um, when I was on my parents' plan and it was expensive to use GPS back in the day, they had me write out my directions and just follow them and look for the signs. So we've all been there. Yeah, Julia, my dad wants to sit me down with a map driving from Philadelphia to New York. He still wants to do that. It's a, it's a dad thing. I get it. I'm a dad. Well, here's the thing, right? I feel like as a race car driver, and you are a champion race car driver, there's a couple things. Like, you have to just be the most competent driver on the road at all times when you're in your own car, right? I do think I'm better than majority of the people on the road. But <laughs> but if it makes you feel better, I, I, I really don't like driving on the road, largely because, like, on the racetrack, you get to be offensive. And then on the road, you have to be extremely defensive. And... Um, yeah, it's very frustrating. PSA, stay out of the left lane if you are not passing. <laughs> Especially if you see Julia Landauer on your on your tail. Uh, she's better than you at driving. She is a champion race car driver, so get out of her way. Uh, you have your new podcast, If I'm Honest, with Julia Landauer. We should mention a little bit more about you. Uh, you were on reality TV show. You were on Survivor when you were a college student at Stanford. I also think you may have overlapped a year with Andrew Luck. Did you did you know any of the athletes like Zach and Julie Ertz or any of these other athletes who were at Stanford when you were? 
Yeah. So I think Andrew Luck and I overlapped for at least a year, if not two, but in my freshman dorm, which I was in a mixed class dorm, which I love. People thought it was a reject dorm, but I thought it was great. <laughs> and uh, Zach Ertz was actually in that dorm with me. We did not see him very much, but he was there, um, saw him occasionally. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was cool. Uh, okay, get us up to speed with what's going on with you racing-wise. We'll get to the podcast and all of your motivational speakers. Like, you've given one of the great TED Talks that I've ever heard. I mean, you're awesome. Where are we right now with you and racing? Yeah, so last year I was able to secure the sponsorship to go racing in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, which was really cool. It was exceptionally difficult. Um, racing has slowed down a little bit over the last few years just because it is so expensive and hard to secure that sponsorship. But in 2020, I raced in the European NASCAR Series and actually became the highest finishing American there with fifth in the in the championship, which was super cool. Um, and then, you know, right right now we're probably slowing down a little bit um getting older a little past my prime but um i hope to continue racing for fun for a long time can we get like a usa chant going yeah. i mean this is this is like what julia is one of Wait, our great exports now what do you mean getting older you're your early <laughs> 30s do the reflexes slow that much no but there are like these 16 and 17 year old kids that are just like <laughs> you know young and dumb with no fear and you know I don't know. The bigger thing is that it's expensive. So, um, you know, going to do what we can. But I think overall, the the professional aspirations are slowing a little bit. Julia, tell us before we get to the celebrity picks and uh, we, we sent you some NFL games that you're going to pick for us. Like, what's the big topic around the track these days? Mm. Like when drivers, when you get a quiet moment or you run into drivers, like what's the big topic right now in racing? Oh, that's an interesting question. I think it really depends. I think, um, you know, the ability to race full time is really challenging. And, and racing is an interesting sport because you can do part time racing, you can do, you know, full seasons and just with resources, with teams, with availability, you see a lot of driver shuffling. Um, I think in NASCAR specifically, you know, they've made some really cool schedule adjustments like they raced on the streets of Chicago in July. And I think it turned out really well, despite the monsoon that happened the night before. Um yeah, I don't know. It, it kind of depends on the day and the weekend. And, you know, if anyone got disqualified, someone got, um, you know, undisqualified at one point. So there's, there's just depends. What about the rise of F1, especially among young people? Is that a surprise to you, Julia? Not really. So I got my start in Formula Cars. And when I was 14, I won an open wheel championship. And so I grew up race, uh, watching Formula One. And, you know, originally, we were kind of pursuing that path and then kind of pivoted a little bit to focus more on American NASCAR racing. Um, I've always loved Formula One. I love to see different teams get competitive. I think it's so intense. And obviously, I think the the international element is quite cool. So I, my husband and I religiously watch Formula One, like all the qualifyings, all the sprints, all the, all the races. Julia, tell us about If I'm Honest with Julia Landauer, a new podcast that you have. And you topple, top, like, tackle every topic under the sun. This is pretty cool. Yeah. So um, I do a lot of motivational keynote speaking. And so the podcast was really meant to be complimentary uh, material to that. So we're we're starting to wind down season one, um, talking about 
big thematic life things like how to do hard things. I bring on guests. Um, it's really cool. And then next season, I think I'm going to try to make it a little more casual and conversational, tackling things we go through in a day-to-day basis. And it's been a lot of fun and it's a lot of hard work. I have new appreciation for everyone who has a radio show or a podcast because I do all the editing myself and work with my producers for you know getting it out there. But um, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm, I try to keep it really honest and authentic. And uh, yeah, so far it's been it's been really cool. Well, you are an inspiration to so many people out there for what you've done in your racing career, your motivational speaking. Let's get to some NFL picks. Time for celebrity picks. Okay, so we got to go through these really fast because we have two minutes left in our show. So we gave you the LA Rams at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys, six and a half favorite, six and a half point favorite. Who do you have? I'm going to go with the LA Rams. LA Rams, we love that. Okay, Minnesota Vikings at Green Bay Packers. That's a pick em. Who do you have for this game? I'm going to have Minnesota Vikings just because I know two people who used to be on the team. Not oh, nice. That's a great who reason. Who are they? <laughs> Um, Anthony Harris and Stephen Weatherly. We all worked with the One Love Foundation, and so we got to kind of hold the gala together. Love it. New England Patriots at Miami Dolphins. Dolphins nine-point favorite. I'm going to go with the Dolphins on this one. You're a New Yorker. I don't think you could ever pick a Boston team, I don't think. How about New York Jets at the Giants? Giants are a three-point underdog. Giants. Okay. We love an underdog. There you go. And then Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos. Uh, Chiefs are a seven-point favorite. I know you've been watching this Travis Kelsey-Taylor Swift relationship. I am a big Swifty, so I'm going with Kansas City Chiefs. And, um, yeah, that's that's that. Julia, you're the best for doing this. Thank you so much. As I said, you are such an inspiration. I mean, you're a badass race car driver. You're a champion, motivational speaker, new podcast, If I'm Honest, with Julia Landauer. Check it out. You can find all of your her information online, and uh, it's worth it. You got young girls in your life who want a little motivation. Julia is the woman to give it to them. Thank you, Julia. You're, you're the best. Thank you. Appreciate that. That's cool. Your daughters could be race car drivers. Julia grew up in New York City. It seems a little dangerous to me, but yeah, <laughs> sure. I mean, she's one of those people at this age in her life. It just makes you feel bad about how little you've done. <laughs> you know, not you particularly, but me. No, me. Yeah, no, I. I... Yeah, running down her resume, it's like, oh man, what am I doing with my one life on this planet? <laughs> she's out there becoming the, uh, you know, first American to finish. Uh, in fifth place in the NASCAR yeah. Euro Cup. Doing what are TED you doing? Talks? Yeah, go to Stanford with Zach Ertz, <laughs> who apparently rarely showed up at the dorm. I want to know the backstory there. It's probably a Julie's dorm. Yeah. <laughs> they I was college. actually going to ask there about you. that. I'm like, there you go. Wow. We did it. We fit it all in. Thank you, DJ Stewart. Thank you to Pete Bellotti. Thank you to Andrew Kaplan and Andrew Bogish, the Widows, the coffee drinkers, the callers, Julia Landauer, champion race car driver. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you back on Monday. (laughs) What are we going to do about these strippers? Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. 
Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.